0: Expressed are not those of Town Square Media or Station Advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Time with Toto with your host, James Toto.
1: And good morning, folks. This is James Toto. Welcome to Time with Toto. and Good Saturday morning on this 20th of March, 2021 time with toto i'm james toto this half hour show is dedicated to our veterans and issues that involve them local news here in atlantic county and the surrounding areas news happening in the great taxation state of new jersey national and international news and how it will impact us here both as a state and nation you can follow me on facebook and youtube at time with toto please post any comments either for or against and why you have that position my point of view comes a middle-of-the-road point of view that is just a few clicks to the right. I believe that the government and the legislators are there to serve the people and not the other way around. There is no such thing as a free lunch, so when people talk about the government handing out money, that money comes from our taxes. And the more taxes we have, the more restrictive the government is on our freedoms and we become reliant on government programs. Please go to Time with Toto and let me know what you think in a clear and common-sense fashion. I'm just a working-class guy, so keep it, you know, Keep it normal. A blue-collar worker, and I would like to think that I represent a common-sense logic that most people have. If you agree or disagree, let me know it. Time with Toto. Since this is our voice and common-sense discussions lead to solutions, as my wife says, either you're part of the solution or part of the problem. Do not be part of the problem. And leading off this week, as we usually do, is uh, veterans' issues. And the VA has decided to start replacing some of their top leadership. Uh, which hopefully will serve the veterans better. And uh, if you do know a veteran that does need any kind of health care issue, please refer them over to the, the VA. We do have offices here in Northfield, Rio Grande, and Vineland in our South Jersey area. COVID vaccines are still rolling out for those 65 and older. So uh, if you know a veteran that does need a COVID vaccine, please uh, let them know to enroll at the local clinic. Fill out the eligibility form and uh, go from there. The Secretary of VA, uh, Dennis McDonough, he's uh, doing his best, hopefully, to to service here as our veterans. They uh, they do need our services. If you do have any kind of questions, you could always reach out to Pat Carney. He's one of our representatives here. His phone number is 302-358-9736, or Jackie Hinker, and her phone number is area code three zero two. Three zero four five five zero nine. If you do know of a veteran that is having issues or is in some sort of crisis, please reach out to the crisis line at one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five and press one. Or you can always go and get more information on the internet at www.veteranscrisisline.net, or you could text to eight three eight two five five. So if you do know a veteran that does uh, have some kind of issue that's going on or if you know that there's a veteran that's suffering with a, some sort of crisis, you can always reach out. Twenty-two veterans a day, unfortunately, commit suicide, and that, that number's on the low side. So please, if you know of somebody that needs help, talk to them, get them the help they need, get them the numbers, and have them reach out. There's more than one way to get them the help they need. Our veterans, they do need it. God bless them. Other veteran news, uh, Harry Hurley reported on March 17th that uh Atlanta County Executive Dennis Levinson uh, delivers welcome news that the veterans and those that are in the Middleview Nursing Home and Rehab Center can now receive vis- uh, visitors. And those vis- visitors do need to make an appointment. We can't overstate how important the loss of social and emotional component is to human existence. So please, if you can, um if you do have somebody that is in Meadowview, get ready to make your appointments. County Executive uh, Levinson was quoted in the, the Hurley piece, uh, while we have been able to permit family members to virtually visit with their loved ones throughout the pandemic, it is not the same as being in the same room with them and seeing them in person, Levinson said. This will be extremely beneficial to our residents, and I recommend to our staff who have done their best to provide extraordinary care and attention during this difficult time, but as wonderful as they are, they cannot replace family. That's a quote from County Executive Dennis Levinson in a piece written by Harry Hurley. He went on to say that this is the first step back towards what we hope will be some normalcy for our long-term care facilities that have suffered so much. Appointments will be available Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. To schedule, please visit the county website at www.aclink.org forward slash Meadowview or call 609-645-5955 for assistance. For more information on that, you could always go on the app for uh, WPG Talk Radio. Go on that app, and uh, Harry's uh, article leads off right there. And this portion of Timewood Toto is brought to you by Steve's Barbershop in Ventnor. They are open 730 to 5, Monday through Friday, closed on Wednesdays, and Saturday 730 to 4. You want a good flat top and nice tight sides? That's the place to go, Steve's Barbershop in Ventnor, New Jersey. They are located at 309 North Dorset Avenue in good old Ventnor, New Jersey. More to come here on Time with Toto. We'll be covering stuff that's going on here in Atlantic County, statewide, and international news.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. Hi, I'm Kelsey Grammer. Wounded Warrior Project supports injured veterans by connecting them with fellow warriors, by serving them through mental health and wellness programs, and by empowering them to live on their own terms. No one should face a battle alone. Join us at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Time with Toto, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: And welcome back to Time with Toto. I'm your host, James Toto. Well, in a shocking revelation, uh, Congressman Jeff Van Drew had received death threats from an Ocean City resident by the name of John McCall. Now, this guy not only called the, the, uh, the congressman's house and left the message there on the phone, but also wrote a letter to the OC Sentinel. This guy made... Threats to Congressman Jeff Van Drew and made quite incendiary remarks about his wife, and that basically brought out the tiger in Jeff Van Drew. And he is a—he uh, seems pretty, you know, like a very calm-mannered man. And but once you start threatening his family, he really took the gloves off and went at it uh, with Mr. McCall, who evidently did not realize what he had done and to the extent of what he had said. So this guy really just he went we went off the rails on it, basically calling Congressman Jeff Drew a, a traitor, which is completely wrong. He published an article in the O.C. Sentinel and you can send your comments to the Sentinel and let them know exactly what you think about that. Other news here in Atlanta County that actually affects the state, New Jersey gambling revenue is flat in February, even with the Super Bowl. In the month of February, they had seven seven hundred and forty three million dollars in sports bets compared to nine hundred and ninety-six million in January. Now the numbers are down all across the boards with the the closure with COVID and everything else like that, but the it seems as though the sports betting has really taken a hit, especially here in Atlantic City. The numbers that were released do show that at least uh, the gaming industry is still, uh, you know, alive. The the pulse is still there, but it needs to tick up a little bit. Right now, sports uh, sports betting is keeping the casinos afloat. Right now, so this is extremely important to our state and our region. In other news, in and around the county, uh, it seems as though our and actually, and the state gas prices keep ticking up, cent by cent. It just uh, keeps getting higher, which is going to affect us and the costs all the way around for running our our households and getting to and from work. So keep an eye on those gas prices, and um, this is n- really not a good situation for not only the our local county residents, but also the state and nationally. The uptick in oil prices are going to affect not only the gas prices, but also home heating fuel, and this is just going to... It's going to raise the cost of running your household and the cost of groceries, the cost of tires, the cost of everything that we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis. It's just going to continue to get worse until this this gets under control. And with the way things are going at the national level, it doesn't seem as though it's going to get any better. And we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Time with Toto.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. So what is Talk with a Purpose? It's a lively, informative, number one rated talk show on Saturday morning. Hi, this is John DeMasi. Join me and my guests every Saturday from 9 a.m. till noon for Talk with a Purpose, heard right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And if you miss it on Saturday, we replay it on Sunday from 5 until 8 p.m., Don't miss Talk With a Purpose, Saturday and Sunday, right here on WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to weigh on us all, but we can turn worry into action. Wear a mask and keep six feet of space between yourself and others in public. Wash your hands often and stay home if you're sick. Go to cdcfoundation.org to learn more. Time with Toto, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: And welcome back to Time with Toto. I'm your host, James Toto. In other news at the local level, uh, it seems as though the volunteer fire departments are in need of volunteers. So if you are interested in volunteering, please do so. Go down to your local uh, volunteer fire department and pick up an application. The training is outstanding and it's a wonderful way to serve your community. It's that time of year again folks where uh a lot of utility crews are out there repairing making making repairs whether it's to water lines gas lines or general repairs in itself within the roads and just be careful when you're driving out there because Lord knows uh the roads are, are quite bumpy and just be careful in those work zones it uh can cause a lot of damage to your car while you're you know while you're driving through those areas so in to the crews that are out there that are working to try and make those repairs. I know over the last few weeks we had talked about immigration issues, uh, that president Joe Biden is facing and he's, uh, he's got a long road to hoe on as he faces mounting challenges on the politically volatile issues of immigration as he navigates growing humanitarian crisis on the border. And it just seems as though it's getting only worse. Um, the democratic led house plans to vote on the two bills Thursday, This this past Thursday, one would grant so-called dreamers a path to citizenship and one would protect farm workers in the U.S. who are here illegally. Both uh, proposals are likely to pass the House, but they face long odds in the Senate because of the 60 vote hurdle in the Republican opposition. While these hurdles exist, it seems as though there are growing challenges for the Biden administration. the number of people that are coming across the border right now and the conditions that they face when they do get across the border. Many people complained about the way the Trump administration was handling the situation with immigration. What was going on with president Trump's administration is that uh, he actually had an agreement with Mexico that people should stay on the other side of the border until they file their paperwork and make their claims for whether it's asylum or citizenship or whatever it is that they want here in the United States. It seems as though this whole open border situation has caused quite a ruckus, especially when it comes to handling children that have come across the border by themselves. So we've gone from keeping what was called kids in cages under the Trump administration to now during the Biden administration, they now have kids in boxes. And this whole situation is just so completely poorly, poorly run under Biden that he is now facing and they refuse to call it a crisis. They're calling it a challenge. I, I call it quite challenging when I'm having an issue, you know, doing a run, but it, it turns into a crisis when you're having a heart attack. And that's exactly what's happening down there right now. Where Texas, as we, we discussed this last week, Texas has basically ordered five hundred National Guard troops to go down to the border to help support Border Patrol. The folks that are that are trying to come across really, and and this is what what boggles my mind is they're all wearing these T-shirts, calling out to President Biden. I don't understand this. I don't agree with it. I don't want to. I don't want to see this escalate into something that the United States cannot handle. And right now with unemployment and everything else that's going on and the health issue that's going on here in the United States, I do not understand how this is getting to the point that it's getting to. Folks are coming across with COVID. Folks are coming here and they're, they're getting benefits that they feel that they are entitled to, although they haven't worked for them since they're not citizens. They haven't been here before or they, they have been here before, but it was illegally. And then we see the rise of MS-13 here in the United States again, which was basically gotten under control under President Trump. President Biden, on the other hand, is refusing to call it what it is, and he's facing, he's starting to get a little bit of a pushback, even from his own party. During the week, House Republican members went down to the border to see the situation that was down there. And yes, it seems as though it is out of control. We need to support our Customs and Border Patrol agents that are down there doing their job day in and day out. They have the means. They have the tools. They just don't have the orders to get it under control. Thank you for spending your time with Toto. We'll be right back after this message.
0: WPG Talk Radio 95.5, South Jersey's talk station.
1: I think your child might have swallowed the wrong medication,
0: gotten into your household products, had a reaction to a bite or a sting? Call the poison helpline first for fast-free advice from medical professionals. Call 1-800-222-1222 anytime, anywhere. Save the number, save a life. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Time with Toto, WPG Talk Radio 95.5.
1: And welcome back to Time with Toto. In international news, it seems as though several European countries are experiencing a new surge in coronavirus infections, while a number have also suspended use of the the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine over safety concerns. What they're concerned with is the possible cause of clots, and these blood clots can be fatal. Danish health authorities on Thursday of the week prior suspended all AstraZeneca vaccinations for two weeks after a 60-year-old woman who had been vaccinated formed a blood clot and died. The move follows reports of serious cases of blood clots among people vaccinated with the AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine. In a statement, the Danish health authorities had stated uh, cautiously that it has not been determined at the time that there is a link between the vaccine and the blood clots. Norway soon followed suit, suspending all AstraZeneca vaccinations. Austria had also announced that it suspended the use of the batch of the AstraZeneca vaccines after a 49-year-old nurse died of severe blood coagulation problems days after receiving an anti-COVID shot. Four other European countries, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and Luxembourg, have also suspended the use of vaccines from this batch, which were sent to 17 European countries and consisted of 1 million jabs. Other countries, including France, have said they will continue to administer the vaccine, citing the EU uh, drug regulators' ruling that the AstraZeneca jab was still safe to use. French health minister Olivier Veran said on Thursday he had consulted with French medicines agency, which said there was no need to suspend vaccinations. In other news in Europe, Europe's fight to secure COVID nineteen vaccine supplies intensified on a Thursday when the European Union warned drug companies such as AstraZeneca that it would use legal means or even block exports unless they agreed to deliver shots as promised. The EU, whose members whose whose member states are far beyond behind Israel and the United Kingdom and the United States in rolling out vaccines, is scrambling to get supplies just as the West's biggest drug makers slow deliveries to the bloc due to production problems as the vaccination centers in germany france and spain canceled or delayed appointments the eu publicly rebuked anglo-swedish drug maker astrazeneca for failing to deliver and even asked if it could divert supplies from britain european council president charles michael said in a letter to to four eu leaders that the eu should explore legal means to ensure supplies of vaccinations It it contracted to buy if negotiations with companies over delayed deliveries are unsuccessful. In other international news, seven rockets were fired at a U.S. base, uh, Al-Balad Air Base, that houses American troops uh, in Iraq. Five hit civilian area not too far from there. Five of those rockets that hit the civilian area They missed the base and hit that area, and local news reports on social media showed a roof with a large hole blown in it. No casualties or damage to the base has been reported. Meanwhile, in in the U.N., Iran has said that the claims of its role in attacks on U.S. interests in Iraq are completely baseless and lacking legal credibility. In a letter to U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres, Iran's envoy decisively rejected claims that Iranian-backed paramilitary forces were Behind recent attacks against U.S. interests. The Islamic Republic of Iran has not had any involvement directly or indirectly in any armed attacks by any entities or individuals against the United States in Iraq, the letter which was posted by Iran's state run IRNA News on Monday read. However, a group of Iranian led militias calling itself the Coordinating Committee for the Resistance Factions had meetings in Baghdad, Beirut, and Tehran according to Middle East I News, and pledging to stop their attacks on American NATO interests if Iraqi prim- Prime Minister Kadhimi orders the U.S. out of the country. This latest attack shows that there will be no let-up on the Iranian push to force America to leave Iraq, and Iran is quite willing to use these militia forces as fodder to further its aims in the region. All this was listed by a report filed by Steve Balestieri on Sofrep. Looking at the whole big picture and what's going on, not just here in Atlantic County and the state of New Jersey and nationally and internationally, here at the local level, we've got a race coming up for the Senate in which we've got, it looks like, Vince Palestina going up against Seth Grossman in the Republican nomination and going up against Democrat Assemblyman Vince Mazio for the, the Democrat side. And then at the Assembly level, there's a whole other Race that's, that's brewing between Claire Swift and Jesse Kurtz and Don Guardian, uh, with John Risley dropping out of the assembly race. And John is a phenomenal man. He's, he's a, a great servant here of Atlanta County, and he will be sorely missed in this upcoming race. But lo- looking at the whole picture, we've really got to get on the ball here in Atlantic County and in the state of New Jersey. The taxes here are through the roof and it's only going to get worse with the new budget that Governor Murphy is proposing. Now Governor Murphy's going to have his hands full because he's got Jack Chitterelli breathing down his neck calling out every single mistake that, that Murphy is making and Murphy has been making mistakes left and right and Jack Chitterelli is an extremely, sh- extremely qualified candidate to be the gov- the next governor of the state of New Jersey. On the national front, it looks as though, you know, our costs and the cost of living is going to go through the roof. This new so-called rescue plan that they have, the $1.9 trillion, might as well just say $2 trillion, is just going to cause such inflation and the cost of living is going to go through the roof here. I don't know how we're going to get out of this. The, The debt that the country is in is astronomical. I can't even imagine, I can't fathom what $2 trillion looks like, let alone how to pay it back. Not with the way the economy is going. Jobs are, are once again going back overseas. It looks as though Biden's doing his thing again with China, and I don't see a way out of this for us. I don't know the, what's going on with cancel cancel culture and what they're doing right now. It's Insane. The left is just they're they're going completely off the rails. They're so far left, it's it, it's just in, incredible. And those that are so far to the right, they're unapproachable. So the, we've got to find middle of the middle of the road people who are just a few clicks to either right or left. I favor those that are favorite, that are to the right, only because they're a little bit more fiscally conservative, and their beliefs line up with mine. I'm just a working class guy. I, I want to be able to go to work, take care of my family, and go to sleep at night knowing that my bills are paid, get up the next day, and do it all over again. That's the avenue that, that I choose to go down. That's, that's the point of view that I you know I have. I want to be able to help people, and I believe that there, there are other folks that are out there that are just like me, and we've got to start voting the correct way. Giving everything, there is no such thing as a free lunch. Someone's got to pay for it. Someone's going to pay for it, and it's going to be the the taxpayer. The cost of living here in the state of New Jersey is through the roof. Whether it's taxes, whether it's insurance, whether it's the, the, the cost of the food that's on the shelves or the clothing that we put on our backs, the costs are going through the roof. And with everything that we're dealing with, brick and mortar stores going out because everyone is buying online. I like supporting my, my, my local stores. I like supporting my local restaurants. These are the local home you know, these are, are locals who own and live in our in our neighborhoods and they employ other people that are our neighbors and we need to support them. At what point do we say enough is enough and let's get back on track? I grew up on Looney Tunes. I grew up watching the TV shows of the 70s and the, and the 80s. I cannot imagine what the cancel culture would say if they actually sat down and watched an entire season of whether it's All in the Family, or if they were watching an entire season of The Jeffersons, or if they were watching an entire season of, you know, name your TV show, and I their head would explode. I don't think they could handle it. What they don't seem to get is that whatever show you're watching, they were poking fun at what was wrong and they made light of the situation so that we could actually laugh at ourselves at at how ridiculous we we, some of the thinking that's out there and hopefully make corrections. Now, now Archie Bunker, he was, you know, he was a, a bigot. He was racist. He was this. He was that. And he was the fall guy. And people are missing that. They, they, they don't understand. He was the guy that you had to make fun of because his line of thinking was just so ridiculous that you had to laugh at it. That show could not be done today. There are movies. Mel Brooks would not be Mel Brooks if he had to start all over again today. We had the ability to laugh at ourselves, to laugh at how ridiculous some of the, the thoughts that were out there today. It's just it's so insane that you can't say everyone's just so hypersensitive and I don't get it. I don't understand it. You know, we need to get back on track here in Atlanta County where, where I do the show from, you know, we want our roads fixed. We want taxes to be reasonable. We want a good job, a good paying job. Uh, I don't want to get paid $50 an hour for a job that I should be paid, you know, $10 an hour for and, or, or $12 an hour for, I want to be able, you know, if I give you $13 worth of work, I want to be paid for $13. I'm not looking to become rich at someone else's expense. We need to get back to basics. Now, for the most part, my line of thinking is, you know, I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care what your sexual preference is. I don't care about any of that stuff. I really don't. What I want to know is, are you a good person? And are you going to do your, the job to the best of your ability? That's what makes you qualified. Not whether you're male or female, not whether you're, you're, you're gay or straight, I don't care. And for the most part, most people out there don't care either. We just want good people, good people in government, good people at the job, good people in, in, in our schools. That's what we want. We want good people out there. The The rest of this other stuff is just chatter. That's all it is. And right now I see people being controlled by media. I see people being controlled by far left and far right groups that are just absolutely run amok. I don't like it. I don't like the way everything is going. So please, when it comes time, when it comes time to vote, vote smart. Vote for those who have the same ideals as you. Not just on a party line but as the standard bearer for what you actually believe in. I don't believe in communism. I don't believe in socialism. I don't believe in any of that stuff. I believe in, in the worker. I believe in the person who wants to get up and go to work every day and not make excuses and just get out there and do the job. That's what I do every day. I get up, I go to work and I do my job. I think that's what everybody else out there wants except for a small small portion of our po- of our population doesn't want to go to work and that small is small portion of, of the public they need to be taken to task we need to get back on the ball here folks thank you for spending your time with Toto my name is James Toto I stand behind what I said because I said it I hope you have a great week god bless and I'll talk to you next time 95
0: 5 FM and